This is Old Black Magic and the Millennial. I'm Brian Babylon, Old Black Magic. And I'm Molly Adams, an aging millennial. Oh. Oh, so sad. I find, Molly Adams, that you millennials have issued a new era of the PC police. A new regime has come to, to power. The new regime, this new annoying PC police. Because I'm going to think, do the PC police really exist in the 70s or 80s? No, not in the, you know, because you think about stuff like the Rat Pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were racist as fuck. The fact that they existed they were sexist shows that the fuck. PC police weren't around. Yeah. Even though they were like the diverse group, they need throw Sammy's little black ass in there. They came off as this like edgy thing because it was a black guy, but just white guys being white guys. I think that the PC police have maybe always been around but i would say we could do a little research on the history of the word but really who cares about that okay (laughs) who cares about that forget history i think that's been around it's like since the 80s right the 80s was was politically correct times that's what pc stands for by the way in case no one's ever really figured that out politically correct correct And I'm going to go ahead and put out a marker. And if we had a panel of, you know, Harvard or Ivy League educated sociologists who could back this up, I'm going to say the seeds of all that crap came about during like farm aid, hands across America. We are the world type stuff. When people start actually giving a fuck about life. When people started giving a fuck about life, there was the backlash. Yeah. When when you start really, you know, because even when, when AIDS popped off, people were still allowed to have bigoted views. You know, they were still like, you know, you can't get AIDS from touching someone. And people were like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I'm still, you know, I mean, even with that, I mean, it just didn't take off the way, um, what, I guess, I don't know, I guess the way people would well, like Well, here's the, the thing that I've always just thought is so stupid about the PC police as a concept and complaints about the PC police, whether, you know, people are referring to it as such or not is that the PC police don't actually cause any harm whatsoever to anybody. Oh, so you mean there's no PC police shooting of a young (laughs) black man? there's not. (laughs) And like all the PC police could do is like hurt your feelings. Well, they can't hurt your feelings because it's not what they do. What they do is put on unwanted, (laughs) they annoy you with unwanted shame. (laughs) And making you feel like you're a lesser person to society because you have a certain Which is view. so funny to me because it's like you see that in this, I hate online discourse right now. I just want to delete everything. And yet I'm so addicted. But this use of the word snowflake, mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a pejorative that like you're a snowflake. Oh, you think you're so special and your fifis are so... Uh. Like, everybody is a snowflake. It's true. Like, it goes, like, the fact that the same people slinging that out will get so hurt by somebody saying you have bigoted views. So let's 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 talk about who are the victims of the PC police. Well, some people argue that the young men that the PC police target would be young white men, right? They're, they're, the, they're the number one victims. Not young white men, just white yes. men in general. If you're a white man, you have to be extra on your toes. 
because you don't want to say anything racist or bigoted or ageist or you're always on your toes. And that's silly because the PC police really do come for everybody. The PC police uh, could be anybody. You could be a you could be a member and not even know it. Let, let's talk about some cases of PC policing. Have you ever been PC policed? Me, Brian Babylon. Uh, that's all they do to me. Yes. <laughs> I'm so persecuted. Every night I have every night I have to go home and listen to Lincoln Park. I know, but I will say I get a pass because I'm a comedian. Oh, yeah. So I do have a comic pass. We're going to talk about comedy and the PC police in a minute, but I feel I get to write off a lot of things because, oh, I'm a comic. I can say whatever I want. At the end of the day, you know, I'm smarter than you because I'm a comic and I'm making a social commentary on something. Yeah. Or I'm just joking. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be as or deep I'm as just, a social commentary on something. Yeah. Or or I'm just joking. You know, it's yeah. it's just that I guess when I think of any examples of getting PC policed, um, not using the right terms, you know, like like here we go. A PC police against white people using the term hillbilly. Some people take deep offense yeah. to that if, you know, their family is from Appalachia. And oh, oh, oh do you know that? Well, I was going to talk about outsiders. <laughs> I have your brain. See, you know, some people probably see have like family from that area and see the outsiders as like the most offensive show ever to air on WGN. How many seasons has that even been on? That show's out of its out of control. Outs- if anyone knows what we're talking about. Outsiders. Outsiders is an amazing program on WGN America. It's in its second season. I feel in, unless you're from there, like, oh, we don't eat that or we don't do it like that but i think they've been really respectful in the story that they're trying to tell <laughs> the only dumb thing the only thing that is dumb on that show is one of the young mountain people see they don't use the term hillbilly on some, that show do they well s- sometimes but they call people from up there those mountain people or the feral they're called feral <laughs> okay so wait so what's, what's the dumb thing is when one of the young ones gets a black girl pregnant. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, ain't nobody in town, but you gonna get let this hillbilly knock you up? That's the only part that's a little weird on that show. But outside of that, they're pretty respectful, I feel, because I don't know shit yeah. about that. No, I mean, everybody can be a victim of the PC police and then become one themselves. So somebody who, who might feel like they're being constrained and all of their other labels for people might take offense to that. Now, I'm going to tell you this, who comes off as like, you know, when you think about the police, you think about or an asshole police officer, you think about some ex-military dude who works in the police department, some white man who's just an asshole. Right. When you think about the police. Yeah. I mean, I think of a lot of different things when I think of the police. So but you think the PC police. Stereotypically is usually some young white girl who went to a liberal arts college that she thinks she knows so much because, you know, she read some books or some articles in the New Yorker and she's just higher on the evol- on the um, intelligence. Yeah. that OK. See, I I connect with that because this idea of like the piece yeah. the the PC police, which is when somebody is like getting 
offended on behalf of somebody else. Yes. Now, I have seen someone PC police themselves to tears. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, Curtis Flagg, our friend who worked at the Laugh Factory mm -hmm. in Chicago. He's the manager of the Laugh Factory. He had a Halloween party at his apartment. And I was there and Scrack was with me. Becca Scrack was with me. And Curtis was there. I was there. Some more people were there. And it's usually this, the, you know, that demographic of just when you think about it, it's a lot of white people, me and Curtis, maybe a black person here or there. So this girl came up to me and she was like, and she's your typical young white hipster chick. She comes to me and she's like, hey, this is a great party. Thanks for inviting me. I'm like, what? I said, oh, I'm I'm not Curtis. That's the other black guy. She's like, oh, oh, I'm so, so sorry. That's such an asshole of me. I'm so, so sorry. I'm like, oh, no, it's okay. I can see, you know, it's just other black dude. Where she started crying yeah. in front of me. And I'm like, whoa, 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 don't cry. Please don't cry. She's like, I just feel like an asshole that I made you feel like shit because I didn't know, you know, I couldn't tell the difference. I was like, you're actually being more racist thinking like <laughs> your little accident is making me feel like shit. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. And then she started double crying because I said that to her. Does that, that's that's like a, a police, a police, PC police spiral, spiral meltdown. Oh, no. Spiral Man, meltdown. Man, I sort of agree with you. That's, oh, my God, white liberals who then, like, make their own racism about them is, like, this double racism. Yes. Or like, Well, she said she was crying, like, I can't believe I made you feel like shit. Because I didn't like, whoa, whoa, like, whoa. First of whoa, all, you don't whoa, have that whoa, power hey. over me. You don't have no power to be make me feel like shit because you thought I was another <laughs> nigga. That's my friend. <sighs> Who's in, and he was in a costume and he was in a costume. Oh, He's in a man. costume. That's funny. Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> when, when PC policing goes wrong. When it goes wrong. But I just, you know, there's so much focus on it and it comes from all sides and it just is like, it's such a distraction to me. And I had made that like resolution recently. I told you about that. I'm just like caring less about what comes out of people's mouths. Um, you know, because sometimes I think PC, um, unless, unless it matters, unless I mean, sometimes is it's, screaming. it's PC policing yeah. is sometimes for people's own good. Like, hey, you might not be comfortable with this, but let me just give you a little like language correction and like save your ass. Prime example. I have to PC police my mother because she still says Orientals. Mm -hmm. You know, Juanita from the 252, sweetest person, doesn't have any mean bone in her body. But she does have her own personal racist views against <laughs> Asian people because she feels they disrespect her when she goes into the beauty supply store. OK, so she feels like the staff so, at one particular or maybe a few particular beauty, beauty supply, supply stores store. are not nice to her. And so she makes some racist oh, yeah, yeah. choices. I, I, yeah. So I told you this. So we I'm, I go visit her in North Carolina and we're coming from the airport and she says, oh, I got to stop at this beauty supply store. And she's talking to me about this, talking to me about that. And when we pull up to the beauty supply store, she's in mid-conversation, stops the conversation and starts praying. I'm like, what What are you doing? What was that? She's like, oh, um, I before I go into this beauty supply store, I don't like Orientals because they think you're stealing. So I go in and have a little word of prayer to give me strength not to be racist. And you told her to watch her language. <laughs> 
I was like, well, I that's hilarious. First of all, that's fucking hilarious. And second of all, you shouldn't call them Orientals, ma. She's like, really? What are you what are you supposed to say? I'm like, I think they're just Asian people now. I did not know that. Yeah, whatever it takes to whatever your anti-racist practices when they're saying a little prayer. Yeah, I mean it is every But but I'm saying but I'm saying she didn't know that you weren't supposed to call them Orientals. You can still have the prayer yeah, to make I you mean, not be racist because that's your personal that's your la- personal language, journey. I think, is always what it comes down to. Who's saying what and what their intention is behind it. It's always about words when you're talking about the PC police, which just like you know, I got to say, it also comes down to like the First Amendment. Like this is America and people can say. Thank you. Oh, can you can you say that again, Molly? I like the way that sounds. It all comes down to the First Amendment. This is America. Yes. Yes. And people can say whatever they want within some pretty extensive limits. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't scream. You can't scream fire in a yeah, crowded and the, room. The only can't way you, like your First Amendment rights are violated is if the government infringes upon them. Infringes mm-hmm. upon them. All someone's saying they're not policing your language. They're making suggestions or telling you why they don't like it. At the end of the day, you can still say whatever the fuck you want. You want. But can on the other side of that, and I agree with you as the most patriotic thing on this podcast. But can you say for society, if you were all on a camping trip or you were at an intimate dinner party, I have this joke about the word retarded. You can't say the word retarded too many times at an intimate dinner party out of context because the people will be like, hey, you need to leave. Or you can't just call say, oh, it's gay or something. You know what I'm saying? You can't say certain things within a certain social, like on a car trip or a dinner party because it makes people feel uncomfortable. You still have to. Yeah. And like if you I mean, you're like a sociopath. If multiple people are like, hey, don't like that, man. Yeah. The the word retar- it's like the word retarded, I think, particular is pretty easy to take out of your vocabulary, like very, yeah. very easy to take out of your vocabulary. And I definitely take note of people who have not removed it from their vocabulary. And now it's like extends to other words, too, because it's just like you just don't care, do you? Like people have told you it bothers them. You don't care. Like you didn't change. So you don't care. Let's let's play a quick game. What are some of the. no, no words. <laughs> so we already have retarded. You know, just oh, just retarded I mean, or oriental. Oriental. Well, I was just watching Chappelle's special because I think what we were talking about earlier, the real victim of PC policing is comedy. I think that 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 and people may disagree with us, but I do think comedy, like one of the things that makes it special is I don't think hate speech within comedy should be protected. Like there's particular instances where people go off the rails and it's weird. Oh, like, you know, case, you know, case in point when M- Michael Richards was at the yeah, laugh factory yeah, and he yeah, went, yeah. you're right. That's the, that wasn't even a joke. He just was just calling yeah, somebody a now nigger. Here's, here's the thing. So I watched Chappelle's text, the Texas special, which I think is kind of like the loosey goosier yeah. one. I'm um, smoking yeah. a cigarette on stage. <laughs> and I, I mean, 
That is like, you know, was recorded in 2015 or 2014. So it's old. So he's talking about Ray Rice and he's talking about Paula Dean. And it just seems like so. So first you're like, oh, this is like strangely dated. And then he like uses Mm -hmm. the word tranny. And yeah, a couple times. But see, but hold on, Molly. I'm going to take object to that because. You know, you and I have one of our favorite movies, Tangerine, about that life. A a life. Yeah. I mean, not all transsexual, transgender people are prostitutes, Brian. I I know that. But I mean, you know, that life. And and I live in Hollywood, living in West Hollywood. I hear them and people in that world say the word tranny all the time. So, I mean, come on. This is like the exact, I don't even need to like bring that up. You just sounded like a white guy being or white lady be like, but they use that word all the time. Why can't I? Like, come on. It's not like the, it's not like the N word. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying it's, it's not like, like the N word is different, obviously, but just being like, well, in that community, they use that word all the time, like right there and like, whatever it's language, but I, say what you want. That's what I'm saying. I don't but care so, if Dave uh, Chappelle wants to say tranny, go ahead, Dave Chappelle, me mm-hmm. watching it. And I'm not going to hate. I just want to say I like whatever it was recorded three years ago. So I'll, but like. Along with that other material, I was like, you just sound like dated and dumb. And then he just like, there wasn't really a point to it. He told this like little story about misgendering somebody and like. Yeah. And and I. I he, he can, can but it's like when you're ignorant. To. So part of the like part of the joke is about like how ignorant he is about all of that. Like, I don't know anything about that. And that's just like when you. And it, it's not done in a humble way. It's like, I don't know anything about this. And now I'm about to speak authoritative, like authoritatively about it. I And can I say something? I disagree with that. Just because he has a microphone, he's on stage. He's not an authority. You, you are giving him that authority. But I don't think he is coming no, off of that authority. No, he is coming because he, he goes, because that person's a man. He says, it, you know, like very, it's like, he's like, whatever, that person was a man. I mean. I don't know anything about it, but that was a man. And it's like, well, then you're a fucking idiot. And whenever people say that, like, I don't know anything about this, but well, I feel this way. Like, you're just like, okay, cool. Other parts ho- of it were on. very funny, of course. Dave Chappelle, I would, how dare I say but something bad about Dave Chappelle to Brian Babylon, chief of staff. I know, I know. <laughs> but my thing, but my thing is that person was a man at one point in time and they transitioned <laughs> to a okay. woman. Okay, You want to tell me more? Okay, so yeah, so I'm like, at the end of the day, like, he's not saying anything anti-trans or these people need to be uh, put on a train and shipped off to an island. He's not saying anything. But he himself says at the beginning of the special, I took notes, Brian. He even said that, that Mm -hmm. like it starts with words, which I don't really even agree with. I disagree with Dave Chappelle. He's talking about someone throwing a banana peel on stage and then also like being called the N word in his town in Ohio. And he's like, it starts with words. And that's just what, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I don't think that words, I don't really think words are violence per se, because there's really actual murderous violence out there against the same people who are targeted by words. But like, I, that's all. It just makes you sound dumb. Just get with the times. Uh, read a book. I, I, I just, and I just don't understand this whole. It's so, it's so funny. This, this, there's this, this sort of sector of people who are just so holier than now, 
and they're going to judge this, but they let the most shitty ass things that classify themselves as comedy <laughs> slide. And I'm not going to call out any names because I, I just don't want to be put on record as saying anything negative. But it's a lot of people that are more friendly to that crowd with fancy hairdos who are fucking garbage comedians. But they get the pass because they're just, oh, I'm just on the side of this holier than thou bullshit crew. <laughs> and they're not even fucking comics and they suck. Yeah. I, you know. And I and I think and I think the articles that were written about Dave Chappelle's uh, special were nothing but clickbait. So when Ebony Magazine, you know, says, "Was it? Did he go too far?" I think that's just clickbait for this article, like because you're trying to judge yeah, what did something. They say? That is comedy, yeah, I, I just watched. It. I didn't. I didn't read the commentary on it. Rape jokes, trans jabs, and OJ. Did Dave Chappelle cross the line? That's yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Ebony Magazine. <laughs> this is all for I mean, I'm with you. That's why I'm saying comedy is a victim of the PC police. Like, D- Dave Chappelle, go ahead. Like, I-, I laughed out loud at other parts of that special. Like, that's what comedy is for, like, working out this stuff. Um, and I'm going to say, and, and I'm going to say, Dave Chappelle this, has actually told one of the voice, most creative rape jokes I've ever heard. Ever. And Ever. that like that actually critiques gender and how the system works. So that's all. I know that Dave Chappelle is better. He is better than that joke that he told. I think he could have told that story and been smarter about it. Sounded like he knew something. I don't know. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever, Dave. He's still a millionaire. <laughs> Speaking of comedy, keeping this on the comedy tip, racist, not racist. Now, the question is racist, not racist, and it's not asshole or not asshole. Is Bill O'Reilly an asshole? Yes. Yes. We're not defending Bill O'Reilly. We are saying, was what he said about Maxine Waters, Congressman Maxine Waters from California, was it racist the way everyone went crazy on the internet, went crazy in the media, saying that he was racist when he said he couldn't concentrate on what Maxine Waters was saying because of her James Brown wig? Racist or not racist? Racist or not racist? Or First of all, <laughs> they, they put him in a racist, sexist Okay, bag. well, first of all, not only is Bill O'Reilly like a confirmed asshole, he is a confirmed racist. So we're just going to confine this to like... This particular comment, then? Yeah. If, let's just say, let's just say, if if it wasn't Bill O'Reilly, let's just say it was your uncle. No, let's just say if it was Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Anderson would never. Anderson would never do that. Is that a racist or not racist statement coming from a white man saying that you can't concentrate on what a black woman is saying and what she's saying is important because of her hair? He's like, but no. And that let me looks good. In the her hair looks you- good. It better look good. She's put a she spent a lot of money on like, that fucking wig, and it was a fucking wig. It was a wig. Yes. So listen, what it, what what he said was not wrong any bit. It was a wig. It looked like James Brown. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about his concentration levels, but <laughs> it's the concentration levels that's racist. 
And I don't I even think, think that's racist. Is. I think I that. I think it is. Why is it not racist? Because she was there kind of just moaning and groaning about how she wanted to get Trump impeached. Now, everyone's talking that. But at the end of the day, if he does end up getting impeached, hey, Maxine Waters, you won. But at the right now, there's no movement on that. So she's just up there just grandstanding. Yeah, she's the one who's pushing it forward. Hold on, but she's grandstanding on something that he doesn't believe in politically, like on the political side, right? Okay. Well, his job is to be an entertainer, not to like actually engage with her. Um, you know, it Check. is always much more disturbing when I hear elected officials say s- similar things to what Bill O'Reilly says. But when you can't concentrate on like an actual issue because you're so concerned with like the human being or like, okay, that to me is like certainly some personal racism. I sent you that article and there's been like dozens of these since the election of white people who voted for Trump, whose like lifelines, their various public benefits that they get are most likely going to be cut or severely reduced over the next four years. Okay. Yeah. And they're having their minds blown by it because they didn't know that they were federally funded programs or they were just not even like listening to any part of Trump's rhetoric because they were so obsessed with the racist stuff. I sent you. So in the New York Times, like last week, this woman named Judy Banks, who's 70, voted for Trump because he, quote, was talking about getting rid of those illegals. But she uses the Senior Community Service Employment Program, which got her a minimum wage job. Mm -hmm. And she said, if I lose this job, and this whole program is being targeted to be cut, she said, if I lose this job, I'll sit home and die. Well, you you know what? She needs to die because our country doesn't (laughs) need losers like that. Go ahead. No, and that's what I mean. Like when you can't pay attention to what's really happening because like your racist thought is overpowering your brain. That's racist. Yeah, but that's that. Those people aren't even who we're even talking about. Those are idiots. And those people really technically don't count. I'm always talking about the people who could be in society with us, but they're just too far up in their ass to like understand. Did James Brown have a wig? Um, who knows? I know he had a perm. He, James Brown. Uh, and you know, you know what's really racist about that? And I don't know what Bill O'Reilly thinks, but I hear this all the time when white people are like, think like try to throw around reverse racism because some black women wear wigs that like imitate white styles. Yeah, this is a really dumb part. None of those wigs, newsflash, people who think this, none of those wigs are made out of white people's hair. Zero. Yeah, they're made out of Brazilian hair or Indian hair. Or horse hair. Or horse hair before white people hair. That's what a wig is made out of. It is so insane. Yeah, white people hair is the worst <laughs> in the business. In the biz, let me tell you. So, I mean, I yeah. is it racist or not racist? I think that you can't just take that sound bite in some sort of vacuum. If I literally heard only that sound bite, I didn't know it was from a newscaster. If I thought it was from a cop, like from a comedy stage, sure, go ahead. But he's not even a newscaster. He's just, he's, he's a he's a he's a commentary. No, person. I know. I mean, Bill O'Reilly's gonna Bill O'Reilly, right? Yeah. And he has an audience who that's their Until material the day. He just dies like, just, of massive hemorrhoids. And, this, and this is so 
crazy to me. And I, I, if you just look at the snark and the level of hate on the other side, on the MSNBC, they say a lot of mean things, too. Let's just not put this on Bill O'Reilly. No, that's true. He's just easy. That He's just easy because he's a white male. In a and history. White men, and a history. But I'm saying, like, it's I'm not going to hear and just, you know, be sad for white dudes. But they have it tough. Yeah, at the end of the day, I don't give a whatever people are saying. I try to, I mean, I guess it's a distraction to me and it's fun to get caught up in sometimes. But if you find yourself worrying about the PC police too much, you need to look in the mirror because you might be an agent yourself. All right, so this has been Old Black Magic and the Millennial. Yeah, I'm done talking to you. Yeah, if you are part of the PC police, cut that shit the fuck out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Facebook.com slash OBMAPM. You should like that. I don't know why you should. You should really subscribe to us on iTunes and rate us. Yeah, give us us a review. Like our friend who gave us a review, Blair. She actually gave us a nice review on our iTunes page. Blair. So our next episode will be our media critiques episode. Ooh, uh, Ooh, critiques. Media critiques. I like that. I think we're going to talk about a TV, a lot, a lot of TV and movies a lot of and TV maybe even comic and books. And movies. On the next episode of Old Black Magic and the Millennial, thanks to our producer, Danny Johnson, cutting shit up like Wu-Tang. Bye. Bye. Bye.